Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. In for Vince Petrano, here's Eric Bilstad. And a good morning to you, 811, Eric Bilstead in for Vince Vitrano. Vince returns tomorrow. My thanks to Michelle Richards for sitting in the last several days. Steve Scafidi now in studio, joining Debbie Lazaga and Greg Pancake Hill, the final hour of the program. Hello, sir. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. Have I told you lately that I love you? Oh, that's me singing. Have I told you there's no one else above you? Fill my heart with gladness. It's nice, Take away all I mean, my it's you sadness. singing the Kathy. Acapella. He's my troubles. That's what you do. I mean, acapella, not bad, right? <laughs> it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Wow. We, we will get to the uh, first date fails in honor of Valentine's Day. We'll do that before the end of the hour. But right now, I want to bring this story to you. It's one that broke this morning coming from the governor's office. So Governor Evers will give his budget address tomorrow. So the way this works happens every two years. The governor announces a budget. Here's what their plan is. Here's what they would like to do. Generally, the state legislature will then kick it around, hate on most of it, fix some of it, do whatever they want with it. And then there's a consensus, hopefully, by midsummer. So tomorrow he's going to be giving his address. And we've heard, you know, little bits and pieces of what's going to be in it. Well, today... Governor's office announcing that they would like to give $290 million that would come out of the surplus of $7 billion. Our money. Mm-hmm. To the district that runs American Family Field. Mm-hmm. And then that would be used for the next 20 years to help maintain American Family Field. It's a, what, a 20-year-old stadium. The brewers don't own the stadium. They lease the stadium from the state. We have a district that helps maintain it per the contractual obligation. And this money would go toward that district. Yeah. And there's also a little, a little item on there of a commitment to, I think 2043, which yes. seems like so, so far away, but it's really not. So the lease wraps up before then the current one, but mm-hmm. this, the brewers say, Hey, we're good with this. If this gets us to 2043, we're golden. So this would push it for another 20 years. So the commitment of $290 million, our money, the surplus money, uh, is more than the actual commitment of the state to the building of what was then Miller Park, now American mm. Family Field. So it's $40 million more. The other piece, I don't know if you read Robin Voss's statement on this. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of with Robin on this one, Speaker of the Assembly. Look, this this may be an idea that's viable, that, that fans would support some fans, not all. Um, but you didn't even like vet this idea to the other part of the government government in Wisconsin, which is the state legisl- legislature, which, by the way, has to approve this. Again, a weakness. So they wanted a seat at the table. Of course they should get a seat at the table. Any, any dollars that are spent of this surplus has to be discussed, debated, agreed upon, in my world, by both the governor, his administration, and both pieces of the legislature, Assembly and, and Senate. So that's Lemahieu in the Senate. Voss in the assembly. Well, doesn't Why that is happen? This hard? Doesn't that happen? He he didn't propose it that way. I don't think. I think he just shot it out there without any. And there was no conversation. This is the problem with Wisconsin government. There's no back and forth. There's no behind the scenes discussions of some of these ideas. And when you do it this way, you get what we get, which is a stalemate. Or, you know, we're just going to ignore your budget. We're going to do our own, which is what happened last time. Well, they're going to have to figure out something. There is some money still in the bank, so to speak. 
for them to use for maintenance and whatnot on the stadium. But eventually that money will run out. The state claims, or I should say the governor's office claims, that by doing $290 million of this cash, that that will actually save the state money and they could actually, because of interest and in whatever, in layman's terms, interest, you would actually have more than money. You'd get like another $200 million yes. out of that. Yeah, you don't have to finance it. Yes, so all of that would then be used. It would keep the brewers here, which I, there's no threat of them leaving. I mean, but the brewers clearly are interested in figuring out a deal here. So is this the right call? Let's open it up. Commence primary ignition. From the Old National Bank Talks and Text Line, 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. Should we use $290 million from the $7 billion surplus and give that to the stadium district? You, you, you asking well, me? I'll ask you straight up. What do you think? No. Doesn't mean I'm not open to the idea of using some surplus dollars. Here's why I don't like this. This is the this is the first shot at what we're going to do with this surplus money. We've we've I know the governor's proposed a I think a 10 percent middle middle class tax cut. Let's let's do something for the taxpayers. All we hear about during the, the pandemic and uh, in the almost recession or near recession, whatever whatever we're actually in soft landing or otherwise, is we got to help these people out. So the first thing, the first big thing they announce, we're going to help the Brewers out. A baseball team owned by a, well, let's call him a billionaire because when he sells this team, which he will at some point, he's going to be a billionaire because he bought it for 200 plus million. Now it's over a billion dollar in value. So he will be a billionaire. We're going to do this for him. What's he doing for us? Where's the, where's the, where's the product on the field going? I've talked to so many season ticket holders this year. I don't want to make it too baseball-oriented. They're not real optimistic about this team. Not real optimistic. This team has had a really good stretch the last several years. Maybe this idea made sense three years ago. It's going to be a tough (laughs) sell when your team's under 500. Oof. Who says they're going to be under 500? I don't know. I guess one thing I would point out, and I'm not cutting into your argument, I guess my point, though, is that let's not... Let's not blur the lines on this. This money doesn't go to their funds for signing players specifically, or anything uh, like this. Yeah, specifically this, budgeted for repair yes, and improvement. Yes, this goes toward a group which is contractually obligated to maintain the stadium, which is owned by the county in the, in the state. No, I missed the, I don't know, maybe you talked to Mark Cass from the Business Journal, or maybe you didn't. I didn't yeah, miss he was the interview. on. Yep. Did he mention anything about whether or not these funds could be used for a brewer's district? Could that be considered an improvement or an upgrade around American Family Field? Because that would also be controversial. You're, you're, you've been in this business long enough. You know how all of these things were controversial, oh, sure, right? Sure. Building of Miller Park, now American Family Field. Uh, the, the conversation about the tax, which has now sunsetted. And now here we are talking about not a tax per se, but giving them $290 million of our money and to the taxpayers of Wisconsin, I'm going to say this at the top of my show, where's our give back? Where's our help, helping hand for all the people that have struggled during the pandemic and, and the time since? So Steve is a no. Do not use surplus money to help maintain American Family Field. Where are you? On the Old National Bank talk and text line, call or text 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. And what I'm asking for is, should we use some of the $7 billion surplus? That's the question. Not whether or not you think it was done correctly, whether or not you like Robin Voss, whether or not you think Evers should have done this a different way. Should we, let's go to the crux of what they're calling for, $290 million. Should that be used to help maintain American Family Field for the next 
20 years. 855-616-1620 on the Economic Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Your phone calls and texts in two minutes. I should be over all the butterflies, but I'm into you. I'm into you. And maybe even on our worst nights, I'm into you. I'm into you. Let them wonder how we got this far. Wisconsin's morning news. Happy Valentine's to you. So we challenged Greg Pancake Hill today. I told them nothing but love songs, and they got to rock. They got to be good ones. Who is this? Good hooks. Who? Paramore. Got? Paramore. Never heard of them. I like the song, but so, I didn't hear them. So far, so good. I think the set list is quality. We will post it by the end of the program. We'll tell you how to get it. If you want, hey, I'll just tell you this. If you want to make sure you have a good night, you play this set list, and you're welcome. How Greg Pancake Hill doesn't have a side hustle as a uh, mixtape? Creator, I, I have no idea. 855-616-1620 on the old National Bank talk and text line. It was announced earlier today, the governor's plan in his budget address, which he will give tomorrow, they would like to use $290 million from the $7 billion budget surplus and give that to the stadium district that operates American Family Field. It would extend the lease for the Brewers until 2043, and it would give them money to be able to maintain that stadium for the next two decades. Should we use that money or not? 855-616-1620. We'll start with Greg in Cedarburg. Greg, what do you think? Hey, I am so happy. I think this is a great proposal by the governor. Um, if you think about it, what is the tax going to be 20 years from now? Uh, to me, taxes always go up, so why should we want to pay more in our five-county area for paying for repairs or a new building. Do it now. If you have the money now, from us, from me as a taxpayer, I want to see it happen. I, that's how I feel. That's all I got to say. All right, thanks, Greg, yeah, I mean, for the phone call. That's a valid point. I, as I told you during the break, I could argue both sides of this. You know, Spending cash now versus financing debt for 10 or 20 or hopefully not longer than that does save you money. So it's a smart play that way. I just don't like the fact that this is not this any idea this big, big and bold as a lot of politicians in Wisconsin like to say even though they're not. This has to be a mutually agreed upon decision between the legislature and the governor. And we should point that out that that will happen after tomorrow. So right. you're right. This is no nowhere near being a done deal. Jackie is in Manitowoc. Jackie, what do you think? Yeah, I disagree completely. I think there's so many more worthy causes, and I haven't seen the budget. Nobody has yet, so we don't know in context how it's going to look, really. But I really hope they're spending money on funding things like prosecutors in Dodge County, where they don't have any prosecutors right now and can't prosecute crimes, or Sheboygan County, where they have you know 10 prosecutors they're supposed to fill, and they only have three. So would you be, so hey, Jackie, really can I ask, would you, would you be in favor of using surplus money for that? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. And funding more mental health programs for children who are struggling, uh, getting a school counselor in every public school that has a psychology degree, like a psychologist. I think there are so many worthy causes out there that are essential services type things for people that are needed right now in many counties and many schools. Um, I really hope the governor's budget addresses those things before they just throw almost $300 million at a, at a stadium, which I love the Brewers. I have to confess, I love the Brewers. I want them to stick around. I want us to do the right by the stadium and continue to build it. I think there are a lot of other things that need to be done first. Jackie, thanks for the phone call. It's an interesting debate, obviously, because like Jackie, a lot of us love the Brewers. We love watching, grew up with the Brewers, went to County Stadium, went to Miller Park, now American Family Field. 
Um, don't want to see the team suffer. Don't want to see the facility suffer, which is one of the coolest places in the country when it comes to a venue for baseball. A lot of, a lot of other teams say that as well. But look, these have to be agreed upon with both bodies, right? The legislature and the governor's administration and the governor. And if, if we're not going to play that game, it makes everything else harder. It's a, it, I'm sure the governor's administration looked at, looked at this as, oh, huge win. Everybody loves the Brewers. But really what this is is spreading the, the pain out amongst the state instead of just the <laughs> folks that live by, by American Family Field. That's what it is, right? Because we took the brunt of the last one. Marty is in West Bend. Marty, what do you think? Should we use $290 million of surplus money to help maintain American Family Field for the next 20 years? Um, well, number one, I would agree with your prior call. I guess I want to see, you know, the, the sweetest services that they're going to spend it because I, I, as a general rule, I think they waste money. And generally, I would say I agree with Scafidi. However, in this case, I think it's money well spent. I think the brewers generate revenue. Um, I think the brewers are a staple in the community, staple in Wisconsin for that matter. I mean, we don't even necessarily live in Milwaukee. We live in the five-county area. But nonetheless, we do go to the brewers, not that often. But I do think it's money well spent, um, not, not that dissimilar from, from the bucks. So you're, you're generating revenue off of that. So I guess I would say I would think it's money well spent at $290 million. Thank you, Marty, for the phone call. You know, one thing to point out, too, is uh, I know that there are some who may be Brewers fans and others who may not be, but you're always going to run into that. That's just one part of this that I think you just have to pull back on. There's always going to be someone who's not directly affected. There's always going to be someone who doesn't need a child who needs mental health care. There's always going to be someone who isn't a Brewers fan. So that, you know what I mean? Like that idea of whether or not you go to the game or have ever been to a game, I don't know if that necessarily should play a role in whether or not you think this is a good idea. If we try to silo all the benefits you can't, one receipt, you can't. it's impossible because there's so many unique, different kinds of people in the state. I actually threw up a show poll. It's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead my show with this story as well. Uh, the one-time investment, as the governor put it, $290 million from the state budget surplus to the Brewers for upgrades, American Family Field. What do you think of the idea? No, 21%. Almost 150 votes already. Sure, 57%. It's actually going up. And what? No public discussion, 20%. So if I even if I combine no and no public uh, debates, yes is winning with 57% of the vote. Not surprising. Brewers are popular. 855-616-1620 on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. More of your calls in a minute. If I hear you calling, but I can't come home right now. Me and the boys are playing, and we just can't find the sound. Just a Wisconsin's Morning News with Vince Patel. Eric Bilstad along with Steve Scafidi, Greg Pancake Hill producing the program, Debbie Laska on the roads. We've been talking about whether or not surplus money should be used to help fund maintenance for American Family Field. It's an idea that's going to be presented in the governor's address tomorrow. From the 414, the stadium district should get the money. They are a huge tourist draw to Milwaukee and to Wisconsin. Not only do a lot of Wisconsin Brewers fans come to games from out of the area, but a large number of the opposing team's fans travel here as well. Here's one from the 414. Sounds great, except they'll say the stadium is extinct and want a new one long before 2043. 
which is what this current deal would be for for the next 20 years. Uh, Going to try to squeeze in a couple of quick ones here. Jim is in Appleton. Jim, you're on WDTMJ. What do you think? Hey, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, the five counties paid for the stadium. But, you know, we live up in Appleton and the rest of the state, and we enjoy it. And I think it's time that we kick in a little bit to keep this thing going. And second of all, please tell Steve it's not for the Brewers. It's for the it's for the stadium maintenance. He keeps saying it's to give it to the Brewers. It's not any well, team could ten years from now we could have another team here, and at least we have a nice stadium. No, you're, okay. you're right, Jim. It is so, worth pointing out. It's yeah, it goes to the stadium district, which is contractually obligated. Right. And to, who's the chief tenant of? Oh well, yes, yeah, the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. And, and, and <laughs> Thank the, you, Jim. If, if they lose the Brewers. Let's just be clear. They're not getting another team if they lose the Brewers. Well, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but they're not getting another one. You get This would be our shots. You lose that, you screw that up. They're, they're not coming back. Kurt is in Oak Creek. Kurt, you're on WDTMJ. Good morning. I agree with Jackie. There is much more things that can be done. I realize it's not going to the players, but there are kids just north of that. Take this money, fix the lead pipes, stop the craziness. That's all I have to say. Thank you. Thank you, sir. And so just so everyone's aware of where this is going from here, the governor will officially give his address tomorrow night. Then the state legislature will have its way. So whatever was announced today doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to be at play a week from now. Real quick, because I know we're late, despite all the, the feelings of uh, that we're, 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 these two sides have been talking and, and they're warming the relations... This kind of stuff, this big idea that you didn't really even vet to any of the other, other side, which is going to ultimately make the decision, let's be honest, is not good for Wisconsin politics. And it just makes things worse. That's my point. Orleans. See, I know some of these yeah? songs. Good. Oh, yeah, good. This is my era. Good, good. Yeah, so it is Valentine's Day, and thanks again to Greg Pancake Hill for... Rocking some quality love music today. Some of the good stuff. Not the cliches, the good stuff. So we're going to set the You'll whole... You'll get all the cliches on my show. We're going to have the whole playlist ready for you. We'll do it at the end of the program. Make sure that if you'd like to run some of these songs back, you'll be able to. Greg Hill's music to make love to. Jeez, <laughs> well, okay. Let's, wow. Well, you went right for it. Ah. <laughs> all right. So we were discussing earlier, and we got some great texts on this. Discussing earlier some first date fails oh. in uh, in honor of Valentine's Day. We had a guy text in saying he took his date to Schindler's List. <laughs> the first oh, that's date. a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> Didn't work out so well. Let me tell you about the Holocaust. And then we got this text from Mike, and it made us laugh. So we were able to coax him. Mike joins the program. Mike from Milwaukee is on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? I'm I'm good. You're you know, you're working as you're chatting with us, huh? Do you have to like be quiet? Yeah, I'm, I'm on a quick break. Don't worry about it. <laughs> there we go. Covered as you know what. Okay, so walk us through this. You're on a first day. Where were you? What were you doing? Uh, we were at an Italian restaurant downtown and um having dinner. It was like a first date thing with my now wife. Um I married way up. She is smart and beautiful well and done. perfect. So I'm super nervous. So we're, uh, we're at this Italian restaurant, and we're having mozzarella sticks. At this point, I'm wearing a blue button-up dress shirt, dark blue. I'm super nervous. We're chatting, and I take a bite of mozzarella stick, and I swallow them, like half the sticks right down. It gets lodged completely in my throat. Oof. All right. <laughs> so uh, they said, don't go to the bathroom, but I panicked, and I ran to the bathroom trying to cough it up. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. So you were you were choking and you actually excused yourself? I like made like the hand gesture, like, I'll be right back. But the one finger up and I kind of smiled and ran to the bathroom because I was embarrassed. Okay. Your lesson to your listeners. If you're choking, don't go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Please. You should tell somebody. <laughs> point to your yes, throat and somebody. make the choke sound. I should have done that. I should have made the choke symbol, but I was too embarrassed. All right, so Mike made his way into the bathroom, then what? I'm in the bathroom looking in the mirror, trying to cough this thing up, but it's not working. I'm looking in the mirror, and I'm seeing myself start to change color, which is terrifying. So I heimlich myself in this Italian restaurant's bathroom to get the hunks of cheese and breading out. Wait, wait. How is that even possible? How, how did you heimlich yourself? Uh, they had a long sink, so I leaned over it, and I just, you, oh. know, you grab the, the, the fist, and you grab the other fist, and you perform the motion. In it up on yourself. Trust me, it can be done. Are you an engineer, Mike? Are you an engineer? <laughs> I am not an engineer, but oh. I have taken many, many years of CPR and first aid training. Oh, there you go. So he knows his stuff. So a giant chunk of mozzarella came flying out of your mouth? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I assume no one else was in the bathroom at the time. No one else was in the bathroom at the time, right? Please? Just me. Um, uh, the cheese came out. I took a giant breath in that <gasps> big panic breath. Came back in and uh, got my breathing back to normal. All right. Okay, that is so then you washed your hands. He saved his own life. <laughs> I, I washed my hands and I looked in the mirror, but because I thought I was dying, I was sweating profusely. So I had this like five inch ring of sweat around the collar of the start oh, of the no. shirt. Nice. <laughs> oh, no. Nice look. <laughs> oh, great look on it. Great first date look. Yeah. So, all right, so then you just kind of redid your, your collar there and tried to dry it with the paper towel and headed back to the table? Yeah, I went back out. She's like, oh, what happened? I'm like, oh, nothing happened. Why? I'm fine. Don't worry. And she's just staring at me. She's like, you know, you're, you're covered in sweat and water, right? Yeah. So, so you I lied to your girlfriend, now wife, first, first date. Yeah, see, I wasn't married yet. It was one lie. We're right. doing okay. Mm-hmm. I've been good since then. And the truth came out uh, minutes later because she was kind of pressing for what happened. Um, and I told her about the situation. And then, uh, yeah, I think I win a first date story because no one else I know almost died on their first date. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, a, a that's probably a clear winner. Well, happy Valentine's Day. To you also and all the listeners. Thank you for your time. Yeah, great story, hey, Mike. So what are you doing tonight? Where are you going to dinner tonight? Uh, tonight we are going to see um, our parents for dinner with our kids. Not a lot of going out on Valentine's Day. We don't have a great track history. Mm. Uh, we tried it again a couple of years later when we had kids, and it uh, it ended with um, our daughter being a year and a half old and projectile vomiting everywhere. <laughs> yeah, maybe stay away from the mozzarella <laughs> sticks this year, too. Oh, boy. We stay in. It's not worth it. Oh, Mike, that was great. Thank you so much. Uh, your wife is a saint. She is. She is indeed. All right, be well. Happy Valentine's Day. All right, so, yeah, that's better than uh, – so. Wow. How about saving his own life like that? I didn't even know that was possible. Seeing yourself go blue. That's got That's be. the part I don't ever want to imagine. Uh, let's see here. From the Accident Mortgage, I'm sorry, from the Old National Bank, talk and text line 855-616-1620. We did get a couple of other ones. Uh, someone saying that the, the dude who took them out was passing gas. <laughs> Oftentimes, one woman said she had just gotten divorced and she um, had a date. And the date brought his five children with. Well, he's honest about his situation. Got to appreciate that. I guess so, but they don't need to be. No, they don't. (laughs) It's not daycare. It's a date. Oh, boy. 
Those are some good ones there. If you'd like to share 855-616-1620, Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, your first date fails. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that's the one about the passing of the gas. I don't know if I need to read that one. Gets a little, little interesting there. I mean, I've been both stood up and stood up someone else uh, in dates when I was a, you know, in the dating world many, many years ago. You got stood up. Like yeah, where actually, someone didn't show up. It was a big one too because I had, I bought Bucks tickets, and I show up to this young lady's home and um, everything's dark. I'm calling her number like nothing. Ended up taking my buddy. We had a good time. Okay, so yeah, yeah so I yeah. had to make make hay out of sunshine out of hay, whatever it is. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear. Well, happy Valentine's to all, including to uh, Steve Scafidi, who told my wife how wonderful I was. Hey, Angie. Happy Valentine's Day from uh, the most wonderful man in your life, Eric. Eric's handsome, certainly bright, clearly works out. If I don't see Eric, that absolutely ruins my day. So special happy Valentine's Day from uh, yours truly, Steve at WTMJ. Thanks from Best Buddies, and uh, appreciate that guy a little on Valentine's Day. It's a two-way street. Let that play out. Best you can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That was all I can't stop <laughs> so yeah, so thank you, thank you, Steve. That happy, really happy Valentine's Day, Rand. What you do to me Man, when you, you hold me in your arms so tight? You let me know everything's all right. Ah, hooked on a feeling, ba na ba. I'm high on believing that you're in love with me. There it is, eight forty-six. Yeah, not the same thing. <laughs> That's right. Come on, dude. Oh, boy. Oh, good stuff. Hey, so uh, there's a new candidate for president who has just entered the ring. Before we get that, let's clean up a couple of these uh, failed first dates. So a couple of good movies here. Failed first date from the 262 on the old National Bank talk and text line. He took me to Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Man, bad, bad movie choices. Here's another one, 262. I had a first date where the guy took me to see Nightmare on Elm Street in 3D. Mm. They ended up getting married. And what was one, Greg? You said you got a call from a guy? Yeah, I had a call from a guy earlier this morning who said he was on a date with someone as they were talking about each other and getting to know each other. Every time he would say a fact about himself, his date would say, yeah, I know. After a while, he goes, why do you keep saying, why do you know so much about me? He goes, then his date said... Oh, I work for the FBI director, and we did a background check on you. To which he replied, yeah, check, please. We're done here. <laughs> wow. Well, she was honest. Yeah, but yeah. Brutal honesty. Nothing wrong with that. You got to check up on the dude before you go out. All right. So we have a new contender. Nikki Haley says she is in. Former governor, former UN ambassador on the GOP side of things, of course. Yay or nay, what do you think? I know that you've been a fan over the years. I voted for a write-in, yeah, so I'm I actually that. the fan. I've said for a long time, Republicans got to got to realize there's there's another gender. I know they, they struggle with that sometimes. If you look at the, the class pictures of any large gathering Republicans, a lot of white men in there. But I think this is a great move. Does she have a serious chance against Ron DeSantis and the former president? I don't know. But it's it's time to freshen the, the pool of candidates. I'm a big fan. I love the fact that she's the former governor of South Carolina. I love her story. And, uh, and we're actually going to play about 30 seconds or so of her uh, announcement this morning. Um, immigrants to this country uh, lived an incredible life already. And she's 
Here's the other great part about it. She's not 80 years old, and she's a woman. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of this idea. We'll see what happens. Anything could happen in this race. Ron DeSantis could get blown up by Trump. Trump could get knocked out for a variety of reasons. And then maybe Nikki Haley's the last woman standing. So one of the uh, items that's been held over her head a little bit, I don't know if it really matters, but it doesn't matter to you. I mean, she had said she would never run against her former boss, and now she technically is running against former President Donald Trump. Does that matter? No. Maybe she knows something we don't know. Ooh. Also, the, the Pence news is he's not, not willing to testify, apparently, uh, in the face of that subpoena. So That came down, too. Yeah, right? so he's so not, a lot going on. Will not testify. That's interesting. Moment. Yeah, he's going to probably cite, this is going to, I said this Executive the other day. privilege. Yeah, they're going to test that case. That could go all the way to Supreme, Supreme Court really quickly. So the DOJ is issuing a subpoena to the former vice president to testify about the goings-ons, the actions of the former president before and after and during the January 6th insurrection. Now the news is, is that he will not yeah. do so. So interesting news day today. A lot of, lot of cool stories. We're going to start with the Brewers today. Obviously, that's a big story as well. 854. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. What the world? Needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just to live. Oh, this works on so many different levels. All right, challenge was met. Well done. So at 5 a.m., the challenge was thrown out to Greg Pancake Hill. I said, hey, nothing but love songs today and no cliches. None of the stuff that we hear all the time. I want to hear like legitimate, like killer, killer love songs, both old and new. Broad range, too. Yes, broad range. And Grego brought it, man. He brought it. Well done. Well done, sir. All right. So we actually got texts about this today and some calls about this. So what we've decided is we wanted to put that set list out there. So it is now available mm. on the website. If you text the word love. To the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Do you Again, have to text it like that? <laughs> that's two O's in love. <laughs> no, one O, love, L-O-V-E. 855-616-1620. We'll send you the set list. And by the way, a proactive, you're welcome. Because it'll work for you. Yeah, well done. That's, that's the background music of uh, lust and love. <laughs> Come on now, let's be honest. <laughs> Man, you just go right for it. You I do. Yeah, right well, through the doors. You know, no for, innuendos or anything. Don't hold just... back, they say. Don't <laughs> hold back. Head first all the time. What are you working on for the show? Well, obviously, going to start with the Brewers, and then I'm bringing you a special, I've done it before, a special Valentine's Day audio Valentine from my friends. I'll just say a barbershop quartet. Right. Let's leave it at that. All right. The Steve Scafidi Show is next. Hey, Angie. Happy Valentine's Day from uh, the most wonderful man in your life, Eric. Eric's handsome. Certainly bright. Clearly works out. If I don't see Eric, that absolutely ruins my day. 